Welcome to the App or Not to App podcast with the app man, Jeremy Callahan, where we talk about why apps are not a luxury item and are essential to your business success. I've been in the mobile industry for over 20 years, and the question I always get is to app or not to app. Definitely, you must app. Mobile apps can help your business reduce costs, increase leads, and reduce manpower. An app is not a luxury item. It's a necessity. So let's get started making you money. Hello, Jeremy Callahan. I'm super excited for my very first podcast. You need an app to take your business to the next level. And let's just kick it right off and I'll give you some important stats about mobile apps and what's going on in the app world. And four out of five consumers shopping right now have a mobile app. And they're usually using them in a store and within one hour of looking at a product, those users make a decision to buy an actual product. They either buy or they don't buy, within an hour. And the interesting thing is that only 12% of uh, employees that are actually in the same stores have access to that same data. So there's a big disconnect between what consumers have and what employers have. And since the um, title of this podcast is you need an app to take your business to the next level. I think that's an important stat. So let me give you an example of a business that cannot grow and scale that I came across recently and how an app can help take them to the next level. And the name of this company is Flexcare. And about maybe a year and a half ago, I did a bid for this company. Our company did a bid for them to, they have a, Flexcare is a, nursing staffing company. So they're a staffing company and they have about 1100 nurses. And what a travel nurse company does, a travel nurse staffing company does is they find you a position in the city of your choice. So if you say, I wanna work in New York City, they find you a position in New York City. It's usually like a six month or a nine month contract. And then they give you some housing and some other benefits. And then one of the things is then you go to the, the nurse goes to the, um, to the hospital and when they're in the hospital, they have to bill their time and then they have to send that time every week to FlexCare and then FlexCare actually pays them. So FlexCare gets paid by the hospital a certain amount and then out of that they pay the nurses and then they have a profit out of that. So about a year and a half ago, they came to us. They have a, their, their main issue is that they have 10 people that have to do the billing every week. So they have about five that actually have to take the time cards the way the nurses are sending them now, which is by email, and then they have to re-enter that time in, and then once it's re-entered, they have to make sure there's the appropriate signatures and approvals, and there's different rules that go with each hospital. And then once they have all that, then they can send it kind of the other side into QuickBooks for actual payment. And so it's a manual process. It takes them a lot of time. People are frustrated. There's mistakes and they can't really grow their business. The only way they can grow their business is if they get more employees to kind of help out with that job and those, those skills. And that's what they've basically been doing, but they realize that at some point they have to fix their technology. And in this case, they need a mobile app to take them to the next level. So about a year and a half ago, did a bid for them and talked to the guy, Nate, a few times and it just kind of died on the vine. You know, it, it just wasn't there. So this last summer, I was on my way to, um, I was flying and I was about to take off and I thought, you know, I'm going to contact Nate 
and see what's going on with that app. So here's the thing. It's when, when I send a bid out, you know, for a project, when we send a bid out for a project, it's, um, I don't care if you choose me. I mean, I care, but I don't really get hung up on if you choose me. I realize you're, you're getting other bids and things like that. But what really drives me nuts is when somebody just doesn't move on it at all. So when I contacted Nate, I was figuring, oh yeah, we did it, it worked or it didn't work. And his response is, well, we still haven't done anything with it. It costs too much money. Cost too much money. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just so frustrated when I hear that. I mean, we did a cost-benefit analysis of their business, right? Determined that if the nurses were entering time this way, that they could 100% get rid of a few employees, right? So they're gonna save money right there. So whatever it costs them, if it, it was 100 grand, and it wasn't even 100 grand, but if it was 100 grand, they can get rid of three employees. They're, they're gonna make money instantly. And then on top of that, they're gonna be able to grow their business. So you need an app to take your business to the next level is the topic today. And this is a perfect example. So they still haven't done anything. We actually recycled the bid and we're in a process right now to close this deal out and make these guys some money and take their business to the next level. So great example. You know, if, if your business is stagnant, if you can't grow it and you need to look at it, look at a mobile app and think, you know, will this idea help our business grow and take us to the next level? And it's really as simple as a cost benefit analysis, looking at the cost it is to build the app. And then if, if it's less money to build the app than it is to, to, to not, then you got to do it. In fact, you're a fool if you don't do it. So these guys are going to move on their bid. They're going to take our bid or they're going to take someone else's bid, but at least they're going to finally move on the project. So that's pretty cool and um, let's give you a personal story um, i have a friend his name is doug timmons i have known doug since the fifth grade i met him the first day i moved to chico in the fifth grade and we're still buddies to this day and you know i go he lives in san diego and he's a golf pro and so he is not the kind of pro you see on tv he's the kind of pro you see on the driving range giving people lessons and helping them improve their game. That's his primary business. And years ago when he was doing this, most of these golf pros, by the way, they're like, I think the average income from a golf pro is like 35,000 a year or something like that. He does, he does far better than that because he's in San Diego, but still he has a problem. And maybe you have this problem as well, is there's only so much time and hours that he can bill in a day. So if he gives eight lessons in a day, and charges $150, I need something to write with. I, I'm not good at math, and I swear I try not to do math in these podcasts, but <sighs> I digress. Anyways, however much eight times 150 is, that's like the max someone could make in a day. Now, they could take on more lessons, so maybe they could give out 12, now they're working 12 hours a day, or they could uh, charge more per hour. But at some point, you, you see what's going on here, right? At some point, you, you can only do so much, so you have to do something else. So years ago when Doug was uh, young, he loves clothing, he loves music, and those clothing really is passion. And one of the things he noticed is that these kids were, kids didn't like the squareness of golf clothing. Everybody wore slacks and collared shirts. So he started a clothing line 
young, hip. It, it had very much a San Diego vibe to it. And he still runs that company. It's called 18 Greens if you want to check it out. And so he's been running that for years and making extra money. So he does the, the teaching and then you know that kind of leads into the clothing line. And then, but again, he, there's only so much he can do there. And one of the things he noticed was when people were on the range, you know, practicing golf, they were, um, they were always listening to music. And he's a personable guy. And so he would walk over and say, hey, what are you listening to? And they would always say something like, oh, rock. Whatever the music was that they were listening to was not conducive to a good golf swing. It was, you know, it was, see, golf is all about rhythm and tempo and timing, right? So when you're here and then you're here and then you're here, it's very much symmetrical and you want to have good rhythm and timing. And so what he realized was that the music people were listening to was actually counterintuitive to that. So he had found this product. It was basically a metrodome. And what the metrodome would do is it would say, dink, dink, dink. So one to start, one at the top, one at impact. And what he found was that people didn't like working with the metrodome. I don't know if there's any musicians out there, but I don't even think musicians like using a metrodome. It's kind of like a tedious thing that people do. So he conceives this idea. What if instead of a metrodome, we just made original music and we put the, the tempo or the timers in the, in the music? so that you could just sit there and listen to music. And by listening to music and hitting golf balls, you'd hit the ball straighter, longer, whatever. You, you, you'd have better tempo, you could shape the ball better, all the things if you're a golfer that you want to do in golf. And so he conceives this idea, but he needs an app developer. And so he finds me. And so now we're working on this project and we're rolling this out. And Again, the topic today is how do you take your business to the next level with mobile apps? How can mobile apps take your business up? And this is a perfect example. You see, now when people plug in and they use the app and they're sitting there on the back of the range hitting balls and getting better at golf, he's making money. He's going to wake up at, he gets up early, <laughs> real early. Um, he's going to get up at like four in the morning or whatever time he gets up. It's too early for me. That's why I became a mobile app developer, so I can start work at 10, although I still start early, but I digress. But he's gonna wake up in the middle of the night and, or in the middle of the morning, and, and he's gonna have money in his bank account because people signed up for the app and they started using the app, and every month they're paying $25 a month, and so he's got monthly customers, and he's not having to do any extra work for it. Yeah, he's gotta make the app and work on the app and market the app, but. He doesn't have to stand there on the range and give anybody lessons. So he's going to be able to touch more people, help more people. Um, wow. I mean, we're really excited about this project. So, um, you know, and I mean, if you want to, if, if, again, like if you want to reach more people, if you want to get more business, a mobile app is essential to your business success. So I know what you're thinking. You know, there's a stat out there and it's like, of all the mobile apps on your phone, which by the way, uh, the average user has 95 apps on their phone. I have like 240, but then again, I'm the app man, so I gotta be on top of this stuff. But 95 apps on the average user's phone, and you know, 
they did a study and they found that of, of all the apps on someone's phone, the average user per month only uses five apps. And those five were like Facebook, Instagram, I don't know, Snapchat, whatever they are, they're those, right? And the reason that they say you only use five is because when they broke, broke down the timing of it, they realized that that's where you guys spend all your time. You spend all your time on those five apps, even though you might be a, a business traveler, you might be using Delta and um, Hertz to rent a car and book your airline flights. But that only takes like five minutes and then you're spending 40 hours a week on Facebook, so it doesn't even register. But it, but it is true, apps are essential to your business and the reason is, is they're, they're what I call utility apps. So a utility app is basically, to me, anything on your phone that serves a purpose. A purpose to book an airline ticket, to listen to music, to get better at golf, to enter your time, whatever these things are, they're essential to businesses. So a lot of people think about apps and they think, well, I got an idea for an app and we're going to get 5 million users and, you know, and then we're going to sell it to Facebook. I hear this one all the time, by the way. This is an app. We're going to get all these users and Facebook's going to buy us. Let me tell you, that is a horrible idea. It's a horrible way to go about it because, and, and here's the thing, the people that are telling me these ideas, they have businesses where a mobile app could actually help them. In fact, the guy at FlexCare, he's got an idea that that very idea that Facebook's gonna buy some app he wants to create. Meanwhile, he's got a business problem that a mobile app can solve that he's sat on for a year and a half. So, you know, I mean, everybody wants to be in the lead singer in a rock band, but you got a band right now that's really good that can make you money every night. What are you doing? Um, so let's, talk about how to get started creating apps for your business. So I'm gonna give you a perfect um, analogy. So a great analogy for how to build an app is how do you build a house? It's almost identical process. So let's say you had a plot of land and you wanna build a house for it. Well, you know, you're gonna get some plans and then once you have your plans, you're either going to hire a general contractor or you're gonna be the general contractor and you're gonna hire out somebody to do the foundation, the framing, the electricity. So you can do that yourself or you could hire somebody to do it. And so if you have an idea for a mobile app, here's some tips to get started. The first tip is figure out exactly what you wanna build, okay? And when I say that, what I want you to do is actually put pen to paper. I want you to open up a a document on your computer and I want you to start typing all the things that your app needs to do for your business, right? It needs to, I don't know, man, manage tenants. It needs to manage rents, whatever it needs to do. Write down all the things it needs to do. And then the second thing is take another, take a piece of paper this time and actually draw rectangles on it, like the shape of your phone. And then say like, Page one, splash screen, because every app has a splash screen. Page two, registration one. Page three, payment. And then just create a flow of all these things and, and get an idea. Start thinking about how apps work and how they come together. And then once you've done that, once you have those two things, then your next thing is you gotta find an expert. You gotta find somebody to do it. So you, and again, it's like building a house. You can do it yourself. You can be the general contractor of your own project. You gotta figure out how to hire a 
front-end developer, a back-end developer, an iOS, an Android, QA, somebody to launch it, someone to market it, right? Or you can find an expert, like the app man, to do that for you. Let's fix that up. So, and then, and then one person to do it all, just like a general contractor. So let me recap. Number one, pen to paper, so that you're actually writing out what your app does, all the features you would like it to do. And then the second thing, rectangles on a page. And then once you have those rectangles in the flow, find an expert, talk to somebody. Call me up for a free consultation, jeremycallahan.com, jeremycallahan.com. All the information is there. I'm all over social media. If you can't find me on the internet, I apologize, that's my fault. Because actually it's your fault. All you gotta do is type my name into Google. Number one. <laughs> Anyways, you need an app to take your business to the next level is the podcast for today. And hope you're enjoying it and hoping you're finding some value. And now is my favorite part of the show. It's where I get emails, uh, people email me or text me, sometimes they call me. But in this section, it's emails. I take an email from a user or uh, whatever, someone who contacted me, and I read it and answer it on the air. So if you have a question, again, jeremycallahan.com, float me an email, and uh, maybe I'll read your question on the air if it's a good one. All right, here we go. This is from a guy named Ben. Jeremy, I own a commercial construction company where every day we have to fill out safety forms. We still use paper, reports, and a clipboard. Each day we have to fill them out, and then someone in the office scans them into the computer for storage. I want to do this on an iPad. How much would it cost to do this? Ben. Hey, Ben. Thanks for the uh, message. And uh, this is the number one question I get. How much does it cost? And boy, Ben, I feel your pain here on this one. I was at the dentist the other day, and I had to fill out that five-page form on a clipboard. Am I allergic to this? Have I ever done that? How many surgeries have I had? All that stuff. And uh, I feel bad for the person that literally, like the office person that has to put that in every day. Because it's 2017, and I don't know, mobile apps have been around for almost seven or eight years now. And we're still having to put stuff in manually. It's ridiculous, right? So how much does it cost? Well, I'll give you a perfect example. And any app that, that we're working on nowadays is at least $25,000. And I know that's a lot of money. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, that, and that's just a starting point. So I'll, I'll break it down for you. Um, if an app costs $150 an hour, well, shoot, math again. Let's make it an easy round number. Let's say uh, an app is 250 hours and the hourly rate's $150, that's $25,000. So I would say that's probably, that, that's not probably, that is basically the minimum. I haven't seen an app come across our desks in the last year that were under 300 hours, right? So, you know, just to do all the work to launch them and everything is like, it's a lot of work. And 300 hours, when you think about it, isn't even that much work. That's like one person for 12 weeks. I'm not good at math. Um, so, yeah, and, and, and look, man, I, I hear what you're saying. It is a lot of money, but you gotta get over that. Like, what, what's up with your company? Are you just doing one job site a day? Okay, fine, that, 
you don't need to waste your money on an app. But if you're doing 10 a day and someone's sitting there in an office putting all that data in, like that's a huge waste of time, man. That's, what else could that person be doing? Do you even need that person if you're not, like that person probably, that's probably the lowest priority thing they have to do and yet they have to do it. So what could you do to free up that person? Could you remake that $50,000 if it was, let's just say it was $50,000 to build that app that you want and you pay an employee $60,000 a year. Well, what if that employee could be out generating leads for you or doing something else or, or maybe helping someone out in the office? Like there's probably two other people in your office right now that are overworked and need like help. So that person could help them out. Cause you're thinking those two other people, we're gonna have to hire somebody to help those two people. Well, no, you're not. Just get rid of your, your stupid reporting system now, free up that person and have, have that person help out. Easy, right? So you need an app to take your business to the next level. Perfect example right there, Ben. Uh, give us a call and let's get you on the list and start building you an app and making you some money. Um, so if you're like Ben, man, you gotta get over that money hump. And the easiest way to get over it is just do a cost benefit analysis. Call me up. I'll give you a free cost benefit analysis if you need some help. You could probably do it yourself, but I'll get involved, heck yeah. I mean, how much is it gonna cost? I'll give you a ballpark figure if you tell me what your app is. I'll give you a ballpark figure of how much it's gonna cost, and then we'll figure out a way if, if it's worth it in your company. You know, is it gonna drive leads? What if you could get an extra lead a day and you closed an extra sale a month? Would that be worth $100,000 to build an app? That's a cost benefit analysis and uh, we, we can do that for you. So I wanna leave you all with kind of a message that, you know, everybody out there that, that's watching and listening deserves a better life, you know? Everybody deserves better vacations. That you have a right to it, man. Send your kids to a better school. Whatever it is you wanna do in life. If you're into cars, you have the right to go buy a better car, whatever. I mean, and a mobile app is an avenue to that and you need an app to take your business to the next level. Perfect example is FlexCare, right? They actually have a business problem. The cost benefit analysis is strong. It's beyond strong. It's like they gotta do it. So to take your business to the next level, you know, my buddy Doug with the golf teaching app, golf BPM, like that's gonna take his business to the next level. Making money while you sleep. Use your expertise, your existing expertise that you have right now, use it in a way that can make you money while you sleep. MSI, you ever heard of that? Multiple source of income. It's a magic word, everybody wants that, right? So if there's a way you can do that, for sure do that. My name is Jeremy Callahan, jeremycallahan.com. I'm all over social media. I am grateful that you joined the podcast today and look forward to seeing you in the next podcast. And what are we gonna talk about in the next podcast? We are gonna talk about how do you know if you need a mobile app for your business? That's next week, stay tuned. I'm glad you're here and the app man loves you. Making the world a better place, one app at a time.